On the show today, even though it's not President's Day, we're going to randomly talk a lot about President's Day. Uh, we learned that Tupac is alive in New Mexico. Uh, he's living with an Indian tribe, right? Oh, I just want to talk about President's ding-dongs. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I mean, the intro to our podcast isn't on the air, so I can I can keep that in there if that's what you want it to be. Do you just want that to be the intro? No. On the show today, we're not going to talk about President's Ding Dongs. <laughs> Enjoy. <laughs> Welcome to the 961 Kiss Morning Freak Show. There he is. Hey, have a seat. Hi. Hi. How are you? It's Thursday. I'm good. Are you yeah, sure? Thursday, I'm good. Okay, this week's just going by slow for me, I think. Don't a lot of people have off Monday? Isn't Monday President's Day? A lot oh, yeah. of people have that off, right? President's Day? Celebrate. Yeah, what a stupid thing to have off. Celebrate. <laughs> President's Day. <laughs> Go home and and don't come to work. Stay at home and think about Abe Lincoln. <laughs> what a dumb day to have off. What is President's Day? Why are we still doing that? How about we have Election Day off, right? Too My easy. God. Too easy. How easy is that? Election Day, where we all need to take time to go vote on important things. No, regular day in America. Honor Abe Lincoln. Pay no attention to this. President's Day. Don't go to work, damn it! (laughs) Don't even think about it! Go home, sleep in, and when you wake up, draw a picture of Grover Cleveland! Here's what I want you to do. Okay. Here's what I need. I need the Levin Furniture President's Day commercial. Oh, I have to be good, Listen, right? I haven't even seen it yet. Neither have I. <laughs> we, we do not have any sort of endorsement deal with Levin Furniture. We are not being paid to endorse Levin Furniture, even though we would welcome that, I think, right? <laughs> I mean, I just love the over-dramatic commercials. Yes. Especially on a holiday. Yes. In this area, you know uh, Levin Furniture runs commercials. Um, around holidays, almost weird holidays like President's Day, where they will be like, we're shutting the store down for 24 hours <laughs> so our employees can mark prices down lower than they ever have. It's Levin Furniture's once-in-a-lifetime President's Day sale. A Abe Lincoln's paying the sales tax. Oh, man, is he? Is he? <laughs> No, you got to think of a better president. All right, Google right now a list of presidents. Give me, give me the most random president that's paying the sales tax for Levin Furniture's President's Day sale. I mean, because I think Grover Cleveland, that's such a great president to go with, right? That is a good I'm one. just talking about like almost funny names for presidents, like pictures to random presidents. Because Grover Cleveland, if you're talking about picking a random president, Grover Cleveland paying the sales tax is a pretty good one. And Woodrow Wilson's paying oh, the sales man. tax. Is he really? <laughs> what he's got the sales tax? <laughs> All right, am I gonna have to get in here too? Of- and William Taft. Oh, man. He's got the sales tax. Does he really? Herbert Hoover's got your sales tax. Oh, man. And don't worry about the sales tax. Calvin Coolidge has it. <laughs> Who's Chester Arthur? That's not a president, right? Ah, uh, yeah, looks like it was. We're shutting down the store for 24 hours just so Martin Van Buren can pay your sales tax. <laughs> Who is he? Marty Van Buren. And no payments till 2023 because Hubert Herbert. Hubert Herbert. You tried so hard. Hubert. I call him Herbie. I screwed up there. Herbert Hoover said so. And when you buy a dining room set, you'll get a side table for free. And you have James Polk to thank for that. <laughs> All right, try to find me the TV commercial, <laughs> President's Day Levin Furniture. Uh, Bob, I want you to get more details on this, too. You know, uh, pitchers and catchers have reported to uh, spring training. Yeah. Everybody get excited. Uh, baseball. Uh, we'll be here soon, but I've seen the headline everywhere about this Blue Jays player, uh, Reese McGuire. 
Right? Did you see this story? Was he naked? Yeah. It's just Blue Jays' Reese McGuire exposed himself in a parking lot, police say. I want more details on this, like what he was actually doing. That name sounds familiar. Did he used to play for the Pirates or something like that? Reese what, McGuire. Pirate? I don't know. Can you look up Reese McGuire? See if you ever played. Like, was he drafted by the Pirates or something like that? I feel like that name has a connection to the uh, to the Pirates. Either way, though, doesn't that just go to show you that, like, there is something different that happens when you step into Florida, right? Pitchers and catchers report. I don't know if this guy was getting naked in Toronto in the parking lot. But he gets down to Florida. Uh, the sunshine gets to him. I don't know what it is. But Gotta next thing you know. Skin out, man. Next thing you know, Woo! exposed organs in the parking lot, and you get arrested. Now your headline's all on TMZ. Oh, How wow. bad does that have to suck? Spring training start, and you are on, like, not even TMZ sports. You're on TMZ for exposing yourself in a parking lot, and you're a major league player. He was the Pirates' first-round draft pick there it is. in the 2013 draft. Oh, wow. So seven years ago, the Pirates drafted him. Uh, did he ever play for the Pirates, though? Uh, he was traded away in 2016. Of course I think he, he was. played through minor leagues. Like yeah. everybody else. Yeah. It's kind, of a, Altoona. kind of a shame he's not. Oh, did he play in Altoona? Yeah, yeah. It's kind of a shame he's not a, uh, not a Pirate down there. So, All right. So, so far, the Pirates, even though nobody thinks they're going to have a good season, at least they've kept their pants on at spring <laughs> training so far. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram, at FSMikey, at FSBigBob. You got anything for the show, any uh, comments, anything for the show, uh, you can send us messages, at FSMikey, at FSBigBob on Instagram and Twitter. Mm-hmm. All these weird things happening down in the state of Florida. Florida. Let's get to a Florida story. Here we go. Oh, Attention all listeners oh, of the Freak Show. Hey, it's time to travel hey, to the Sunshine oh, State. Oh, yes, oh. it happened again. It's, it's another, another Florida story. Driven by Pittsburgh Auto Depot. A uh, headline here says Florida man pulls over deputy. So this isn't like this guy was pulled over like for speeding citizen. or something like this. No, this is Florida man himself pulled over a deputy. Citizen's arrest. Uh, so let's find out the details on this. A 63-year-old Florida man, Juan Zamora, stopped a sheriff's deputy to ask how to get to an auto parts store. Okay, well, that's that's fine then. All right, okay. If he's lost and maybe he's confused on how, uh, you know, uh, different maps work on phones or something like that. Like older do, man, maybe you know. How do people? Know. How do people still get lost in, in twenty twenty? Like how is that still a thing, right? Uh, instead, he got directions to jail when the deputy arrested him. Uh, he was driving and flashed his headlights at a uh, a deputy's uh, squad car. The deputy. Uh, then, you know, stopped in Zamora asked him for directions to the auto parts store. The officer wrote in the report he could smell alcohol and observed Zamora's bloodshot and watery eyes. Uh-oh. He also noted that Zamora was unsteady on his feet. Uh-oh. Uh, he told the deputy he had two shots of bourbon hours earlier, but he also said he was legally disabled but agreed to take a sobriety test. The deputy wrote that Zamora had difficulty with the sobriety test, which he blamed on his disability. Uh, the officer also wrote that he found a small bag with a powdery substance Uh-oh. in Zamora's shirt pocket that field tested positive for cocaine. Oh my God! This oh, is one of the st- moron. <laughs> this is one of the stupidest Florida man stories ever, right? He pulled the cop over. He flashed the headlights. Hey, you know, and the cops probably thinking, all right, I got, I got to see what's up here. Right? Do you know how to get to the auto parts store? He just smells like bourbon, all, you know, eyes all bloodshot and watery. He's got cocaine on him. Listen, you should never have cocaine on you, right? Let's Uh, establish that. No. But if you do have cocaine on you and you don't want to go to jail, flagging down an officer for anything is, is probably not a good move if you're trying to avoid being put into jail. Uh, so field tested positive for cocaine. So now he's uh, not only getting a DUI, he's got cocaine on him. He initially took a bre- uh, declined a breath test, but told the deputy, you didn't pull me over. I pulled you over. Okay, that's not how this works, sir. 
So he basically you can't arrest he, me. He I pulled you over. He basically thought, all right, I'm good here because I didn't get pulled over. I pulled the cop over. I got this. So it's okay that I had a couple shots of bourbon and have cocaine on me. You didn't pull me over. I pulled you over. So then, of course, he later took the test, which registered blood alcohol levels that were over the legal limit. Yeah. The arrest report said they found an open bottle of whiskey in the car, too. It is a Florida man making the show once again. Kentucky Fried Chicken and Crocs are coming out with a collaboration. Fried Chicken Crocs. Crocs that look like a bucket of fried chicken. <laughs> Listen, I'd wear these. Do you own Crocs? No, I feel like I, I need... I, I don't own a pair of Crocs either, but I feel like I need to. My daughter does. I don't. I feel like I need to own a pair of Crocs. I don't know if they make them big enough. I me. just... I'm just getting to the point in my life where... And I'm not getting there. I've been there for uh, years now. So I just don't really care what I look like or how I dress. It's hard enough being as tall as I am to find clothes that fit me. Right. I just I'm just trying to be comfortable, you know? I got nobody to impress. I'm married. I mean, ultimate comfort has to be Crocs, right? And listen. And you put chicken if, on them? If you walk anywhere wearing Kentucky Fried Chicken Crocs, it says so much about you. You are not one to be messed with. No. Right? Uh-uh. You don't even try that person. Uh, Lauren Graham, who I think uh, actress that's most famous for her role in Gilmore Girls, right, uh, has signed on to the Disney Plus Mighty Ducks series reboot. Uh, she is set to play the lead in the 10-episode series with Brady Noon playing her son. In present-day Minnesota, the Mighty Ducks are now a powerhouse hockey team, but when they cut Evan, he and his mom, Alex, set out to create their own team of misfits. Whoa. So that's kind of the plot to the new uh, Mighty Ducks, which will star actress Lauren Graham. Uh, that's coming to Disney Plus. I don't know. Why some, not? Sometime. Might as well, right? Yeah. Uh, also, speaking of Disney, did you see this? By the way, th- this can't be right. Th- they're going to release this in theaters? This isn't a Disney Plus thing? No, this one's for for theaters, yeah. Does Bob Iger know this, the guy who runs Disney? Because this seems like an easy Disney Plus thing to me. There's no way they should be putting this in theaters, right? I think think Josh Gad's behind it. Oh, okay. And he does so many voices for all their different animated movies. Yeah, he's Olaf, right? He's probably probably got the juice to push one through to the movies. So you think Josh Gad is the one who's like, hey, uh, this generation of kids needs a Honey, I Shrunk the Kids movie? They've been waiting for this. Actor Rick Moranis has closed the deal to return to do the next Honey, I Shrunk the Kids sequel called Shrunk. Again, this is not going to be Disney+. Plus. It's going to be... It's going to be in the theaters. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, when Can you look up Honey, I Shrunk the Kids? Because, listen, if there's, like, younger people listening to the show, they probably don't even know what the hell we're talking about. There are these Disney movies. Uh, look up the first one, because there were, there were sequels. I, I need a Honey, I Shrunk the Kids history now. Because I, I want to say it was, like, late 80s, early 90s. There's a movie called Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. 1989. Okay, 1989. Can you give me, like, a quick synopsis of what that was? Um, Rick Moranis was an inventor, and the kids uh, snuck up into his inventor yep. lab. Like an attic, right? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. They were, they were looking for a baseball, and all of a sudden... Oh, no. Oh, no. Bad things start to happen, and his... <laughs> thing that he was working on was like a shrink ray, which shrinks yeah. people down to miniature size. Yep. Or shrinks things down to miniature size. Yep. Next thing you know, the kids are shrunk. Oh, my God. Whoa! And then, and then hilarity ensued. Then he dumped them in the trash. I remember the, I remember being a kid, seeing Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, and it was like mind-blowing movie technology because you're like, the kids are in the backyard, and blades of grass are like eight times taller than him. This is amazing. How were there three of these? How were there? Oh, hold on. What's what's the sequel to Honey, I Shrunk the Kids from 89? Uh, 92, they made Honey, I Blew Up the Kids. Oh, my gosh. What sort of parent blows up the kids? When was that, 92? Yeah. All right, what's the synopsis to that movie? Uh, That's where Rick Moranis, uh, (laughs) he created a uh, device that makes objects bigger this Uh, time. You got to. Once you shrink the kids, you then have to make a big ray in case you you shrink the kids again. Guess what happens? Something goes horribly wrong. Oh, God, no, don't. During an experiment. Not the kids. And it accidentally hits his two-year-old son, and he's huge. He's huge. (laughs) He's huge. Honey, I blew up the kids. It says he becomes over 100 feet tall. Oh, my gosh. I don't even remember that movie. 
Then they have to get a, a shrink ray. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. In case you didn't figure out how that one. Oh, so they, they did they get the shrink ray from the first movie, or do they make another one? Wait, well, is that you know, it, though? I don't want to spoil it. Is it Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, and then Honey, I Blew Up the Kids? Is that it? Or uh, was there, like, a weird third one that may have never made theaters? There, there's, a, there's a third one in 1997. Oh, God. For the love of God. What's this one called? Honey, We Shrunk Ourselves. Oh, go to hell. What's the what's the synopsis of that? What's the plot to that? That's where scientist uh, Dad Rick Moranis <laughs> yeah. um, shrinks himself yeah. and three others. Oh. There's only like one sentence here. And then they seek help from kids uh, yeah. who think they're home alone. Uh, nobody cared at that point, right? <laughs> there's like the rest of them. There's like this big long run. The, the 1997 one had to bomb so bad. Yeah. Uh, so I guess it'll be coming to theaters at some point, but Rick Moranis has signed on for a new Honey, I Shrunk the Kids franchise movie called Shrunk. So get on your KFC Crocs and get to the theaters and see that pile of crap. The 96.1 Kiss Morning Freak Show with Mikey and Bob. If you're wild in the woods, just snake touching. You deserve to get bit. (laughs) You deserve to get a bite. That's in the woods rule number one. No snake touching. Stream and download the Mikey and Bob podcast on iHeartRadio and iTunes. Mikey and Bob, 96 on Kiss. It's the morning freak show. Uh, Justin Bieber tickets coming up around 8 a.m. We'll have some Backstreet Boys tickets um, around 9. Of course, yesterday on the uh, show, we were talking about Antonio Brown. He posted an apology to Ben Roethlisberger on Instagram. Uh, Antonio Brown posting, mostly you, a little bit of me, yee yee. I never realized how good I had it. Got caught up in my emotion with everyone coming after me. I really apologize for my actions. Sincerely, man, it's never been another connection like what we had done in the past. I appreciate you. Sincerely, A.B. Uh, so he's got enough people around him who are probably like, hey, if you ever want to play in the NFL again, you first just have to start apologizing to the people that you called out or hurt during this Whatever time you're going through in your life, right? Start there. Try to make those things right first. But yeah. but like we've always said here with Antonio Brown, even though he's not on NFL roster so he can't be suspended, the NFL has to have like a file somewhere where they keep like, all right, well, he tweeted this about a, the Patriots owner, Robert Kraft. Just a running list. Like, the guy made massage parlor jokes about Robert Kraft. That's probably going to get any NFL player suspended, right? But Anto- Antonio Brown live streaming that video where he's berating the police in Florida. Like, how many games is that a suspension? That's why I think, like, yeah, he might still have it. He might still be in shape. He could still play in the NFL. But the NFL has to have a running list of games he's going to be suspended. So I don't know if he's ever going to play again. Speaking of Ben Roethlisberger, though, do you see him courtside at the uh, Mountaineers game last night? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Ben Roethlisberger was courtside with his uh, what wife Ashley, and then Switzer, right? Ryan Switzer too was there he, he with was them. There. Yeah, yeah. But the the picture in the video that got all over the place is the. Uh, the Mountaineer, the Mountain Man guy, the West Virginia Mountaineer guy, the mascot. I mean, if you just see that picture without knowing Ben is there, you assume that he's the Mountaineer guy, right? Ben Roethlisberger has a giant beard. Uh, he was growing it during the season, and it doesn't look like it stopped. I, I feel like he's trimming it, but Ben Roethlisberger has a massive furry beard, even better than the West Virginia Mountaineer Mountain Man mascot. Ben Roethlisberger makes a better... West Virginia Mountaineer than the actual mascot. <laughs> like he, Ben put his ha- his like the furry hat furry on. hat on at one point. It's just like yeah, he looks it's like, like wow. a better Mountaineer than the other guy. What's he do- is he doing it for like Shear the Beard or something? So I know I know Kiesel has his final uh, Shear the Beard event coming up. I don't know if he's doing it for that, but didn't Ben say like at some point during the season somebody asked him about his beard and he said he's not shaving it until he throws a pass again or something like oh, that? Is that what it is? I think that's what it was. What if there's like you'll never be able to throw a pass again? What's he do then? I don't know. What's Brett Kiesel going to do at his final shear of the beard? Is he going to go body hair? The thing we've been wanting him to do for years now? The last shear? Yeah, the final shear where he shaves his head, his beard, and his entire body. Could you imagine how <laughs> great the crowd. How great would that be, right? He shears the beard and everybody claps and thinks it's over, right? <laughs> you got Yin's celebrities. You got local Pittsburgh celebrities. You know, Coach Tomlin usually shows up. Donnie Ben's usually Iris. there. Donnie Iris there. They're cutting off a piece of the beard and then... Kiesel goes back to clean himself up, and then he comes out without the beard. 
here and everybody claps. See, like, it's a great event they do, you know? And they've raised a lot of money for Children's Hospital over the years, but since I, this is the 10th and final one, right? Yeah. I want Kiesel to come back out in a thong, and I want the whole body shaved. <laughs> That's how you really make some money. All right, let's get to uh, today in Freak Show history. We'll take you back a couple years. Uh, for Valentine's Day, there was a 14-foot-tall Florida love missile in somebody's yard. It's today in Freak Show history. Here we today go. Today in, in Freak, Freak Show, show history. history. Today. Florida we go. Now, what is the Florida love muscle, Bob? Uh, love missile, Bob. Love muscle. Right. Well, <laughs> calm, everybody calm down. Everybody calm down. Calm down. This is a story about a, I mean, does it even matter at this point? It's a story about a Florida love missile. Uh, yeah. Let, let me be clear about this. It is a story about a Florida love missile, not a love muscle. 14 foot tall. Love missile. Missile. Okay, where is this at? Tallahassee. He built a love missile in his front yard, and the news came out and go, <laughs> went, what the hell is this thing? And he explains it all to the local news. Eddie Gines says, we need to say I love you to a lot more people a lot more often. All right, so he's spreading uh, love, spreading love. He wants the love to last all year, and yeah. he's launching that mission yeah. right in his own front yard. Yeah. Uh, how do you tell everybody spread love? 14-foot love missile. I call it the Cupid One. Oh, God. It's a love missile. <laughs> Uh, everything's normal with this. Right? Uh, yeah, all normal. Eddie Gines built this peace-loving prototype out of air conditioning ducts. Yes. It stands more than 14 feet tall My in man. his Indian Head Acres front yard. My man, Eddie's spreading the love. I mean, it's big, it's shiny. It's just sitting in the middle of his front yard. His neighbors have to love it. The world is kind of yeah. in need of right. just a reminder. There's a lot more good people in the world than there are bad. What a great message here by a man who uh, constructed a 14-foot love missile in his uh, front lawn. And so Eddie's message, be your own love missile. Go out there and make yeah. this world a better place. Be your own love missile. <laughs> Thank you, Florida. Hey, what, what a lesson that is right there. <laughs> Eddie from Tallahassee, Florida, says be your own love missile. <laughs> He's got a 14-foot one in his front lawn. Uh, Mike S. just sent us a message here. Hey, guys, catching up on uh, some podcasts, listening to the one from yesterday. The dog show hype at the beginning of the show actually got me low-key fired up. Thanks for the good morning vibes. All right, this was the start of the show yesterday. This is the moment breeders, owners, and handlers dream about. The best in the show goes to the standard food. Yes! Unnecessarily hype yesterday to start the show for the uh, dog show. A little bit. Uh, Masked singer last night, uh, Miss Monster, was unmasked as uh, R&B legendary singer Shaka Khan. In an interview with Billboard, she called it the weirdest gig she's ever done. Uh, When asked what she took away from the experience on Masked Singer, she said, uh, yeah, I'll probably never do anything like that again. (laughs) (laughs) So Shaka Khan unmasked as the... uh, uh, Miss Monster on The Masked Singer last night on Fox. Uh, we get the Billie Eilish James Bond song today, right? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. No Time to Die, written by uh, Billie Eilish and her bl- uh, brother Phineas, who uh, does it does so much incredible work with her. Uh, that song comes out later today, the Billie Eilish James Bond No Time to Die uh, theme song. Sophie Turner and Joe Jonas are expecting their first child together. Oh, yes! According to E! News, they wanted to keep things kind of quiet, but friends and family know, and they are super excited. She's 23, he's 30. They got married, of course, in that surprise Vegas ceremony in in May of last year after the Billboard Music Awards. Sophie Turner uh, and Joe Jonas expecting their first child together. That's nice, right? Uh... (laughs) Here's a headline that'll make some old people angry. Lil Wayne has beat Elvis Presley's record for the second most songs on the top 40 charts. <laughs> uh, what? El- How? Why? Elvis Presley. It's not even music. 
Uh, Elvis Presley had 81 songs uh, over his career at the uh, top 40 charts. Lil Wayne has now passed him with 82. Uh, Nobody's close to 100, though, by Drake. That's right. Drake's number one. Number one. Funny. Taylor Swift, do you think as... Taylor Swift, like every couple years, she just has songs that are on the charts, right? right? Uh, She has 63 songs. Drake has 100, Lil Wayne 82, Elvis 81, and then uh, Taylor Swift 63. So the big headline that I don't even want to look at the Facebook comments because it's probably just old racist people. Lil Wayne beats Elvis Presley's record for the second most songs on the top 40 charts. Country group uh, Florida Georgia Line posted a video to Instagram saying, y'all, start your countdown. Fresh new music dropping February 19th. Hashtag yummy country remix. Hashtag it's really happening. And they tagged Justin Bieber. (laughs) A Florida Georgia Line Justin Bieber yummy country remix is coming on the 19th. Did somebody ask for this? No. Just checking. Uh, let's get to a naked story for the sixth straight uh, straight show. It is time for a naked story. Here we go. Whoa! It happened again. Someone decided to get naked. It's time for another naked story on the 96-1 Kiss Morning Freak Show with Mikey and Big Bad. All right, let's go to uh, Nashville. Let's go to Nashville, Tennessee. We have uh, somebody naked and hallucinating. All right, a naked man is arrested near the Ryman Auditorium. Sounds like the latest country song, right? Uh, what kind of country are you listening to, boss? <laughs> hold on a minute. Does it sound like the latest country song? <laughs> I don't listen to country music very often, but I don't know. Is country music changed? Do they sing about being naked a lot now? All right. A naked man is arrested near the Ryman Auditorium. Sounds like the latest country song, right? All right. You need to look up uh, country country songs with naked in the title. Naked. I don't know. Or naked lyrics. Naked men. Uh, or something. Naked men, naked women. I don't know. I just need naked country songs, Bob. But it's not. It's not. So no. Metro Police say this guy was drunk, naked, and apparently hallucinating. Oh, Here's what we know. Oh, no. Sounds like Uh-oh. the latest country song. From an arrest report just picked up from the booking office. Yep. This happened during the early morning hours over on Opry Place. The address listed mm-hmm. on that police report is the Ryman Auditorium. All right, so this guy is just naked outside of an auditorium. Metro Police say Zachary Swarthit oh, was no. found naked Uh-oh. by officers, claimed Man. he drank way too much. Uh-oh. Drank way too much. All right, now drinking way too much, that is a country song, right? There's plenty yeah, of country yeah. songs about drinking too much. I think it's the hard drugs hallucinating and then getting naked. I'm really not sure. You want if, blaming alcohol uh, for real? I don't know if I've heard that one. Yeah, plenty of drinking songs, but I don't know if... Uh, well, I drank too much on a Friday night and then did some hard drugs. Got naked at the auditorium. I don't think that that song's been made yet. And didn't know what was real and what wasn't. Okay. Uh, he was naked, hallucinating, didn't know what was real or uh, what was fake. Yeah. Again, don't do the hard drugs because you don't want to end up being the subject material for a new country song. That 20-year-old has been arrested, booked into the Metro Jail on a charge of public indecency. Yeah, public indecency. He did some hard drugs. He didn't know what was real, what was fake. Uh-uh. So well, I think when you get into that situation, and again, I've never done uh, the hard drugs to get myself into a naked situation like this. Right. But I think once you do enough hard drugs to where you don't know what's real or fake, mm-hmm. do you then just freak out and just go, am I dreaming right now? Let me check. Let me take these clothes off and see. <laughs> and that's when you're naked outside of the auditorium. Is that how you check? Country song, though? All right. A naked man is arrested near the Ryman Auditorium. Sounds like the latest country song, right? Yeah, yeah. If you think you're dreaming, just take your clothes off. You'll find out real quick if it's real or fake. (laughs) A naked person making the show once again. Let's get down to Florida. Always weird things happening down in the state of Florida. It is time for a couple Florida stories. Here we go. Attention all listeners of the Freak Show. It's time to travel to the Sunshine State. Yes. It happened again. It's another Florida story. Driven by Pittsburgh Auto Depot. Uh, What do you want? Do you want McDonald's or do you want Walmart? Where do you want your Florida story right now? What Uh, goes first, McDonald's or Walmart? 
McDonald's. All right, McDonald's it is. The police right now searching for a man. They say attacked another man huh? with a machete at a McDonald's. There we go, Florida. Police say the two men got into a fight at the McDonald's on 66th Street in Pinellas Park around 11 last night. They say one man yep. hit the other with a machete. Uh, can you what? imagine being at that McDonald's and seeing a Florida man attack another man with a machete? Machetes are huge. Like, who's walking around like a machete? I don't know. Maybe. He, in McDonald's. I, I don't know. There, maybe it was just out in his vehicle or something like that. Got into an argument. In the McDonald's, I don't know. Officers say this is an isolated incident, and these two men knew each other. I love that the cops are just like, listen, they just they knew each other. <laughs> like, okay. Like, that makes it any more normal? And there's nothing normal about any sort of machete attack. Uh, let's go to Walmart now, see what's happening at Florida Walmart. A man from Denellen is accused of spraying two people with a fire extinguisher at a Walmart. <laughs> like, we're playing Florida Mad Libs, basically. Like, you tell me where it's at. Pick a location. What do you want? Walmart. Okay. McDonald's. We got one. Okay. Now there's gonna be there's gonna be some sort of attack. Choose your weapon. What do you, what do you got at the McDonald's? A machete. Okay. What do you got at Walmart? A fire extinguisher. All right. Police say 33 year old Greg Atkinson went into the store oh, along man. Waldo Road and grabbed a fire extinguisher. Uncle Greg's got a fire <laughs> extinguisher in Walmart. And started breaking windows, doors, and the store's uh, anti-theft oh, no. devices. Oh, they no. also say Atkinson sprayed two people with the extinguisher. Yeah. Police say the damage <laughs> to the store totals more than ten thousand dollars. Atkinson is now in the Alachua County Jail. Who do you think the two people were that got sprayed by the fire extinguisher? Because the guy who was attacked at McDonald's knew the other guy who was attacking him with the machete, but it did not say that the guy who uh, sprayed the fire extinguisher knew the two people that right. he was uh, spraying. I mean, he was hitting the door, so it could have been like the Grandpa Greeters. Oh, my god! Granny Greeters. Do they still have those at Walmart? I don't know if I've been to Walmart enough think, recently. Do we still have like uh, people greeting at I think Walmart? The, the last time I went, they check your your receipt on the. Oh no, that's Sam's Club. I'm thinking about. Yeah, you got your uh, big stores confused there. I, I don't know if they have Walmart greeters anymore. It's been a long time since I've been to a, a Walmart, especially since you can just pick up your groceries, like you're order right, it online, right. and just yeah. have it. They probably still do, and if they do, they should get paid double down in Florida because <laughs> there's a chance they could randomly get spray, sprayed by a fire extinguisher. Or be honest, see a naked. person. Person almost on a daily basis down there. True. Florida making the show once again. Uh, all day today, we could get some sort of uh, precipitation Mix, yeah. falling down. Uh, yeah, not going to be a very uh, good looking day out there and high of only 35 degrees. Bob, I'm sorry, man. You just uh, you do some weird things during the show. Uh, I have you looking right now for the Levin Furniture President's Day sale commercial. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to find it. Yeah, I'm hunting that right now. Uh, because President's Day is coming up on Monday, and some people don't have to work on Monday, which, uh, again, I, I don't know how any of this makes sense, how we do different holidays and different days where, like, you know, the government shut down and stuff. We're going to have President's Day off. But we, we still in this country don't have Election Day off. Like, a day that's really important for people to go make their voice heard, Election Day. We don't have Election Day off. Or something like... Yeah, we have Veterans President's Day, day off. Veterans Day. <laughs> what are we Honor doing? Honor the vets. You know what? But what are we supposed to do on President's Day? Know. Why do we have that one off? I don't know. Is it like um, paying homage to the past presidents? Like, okay, you don't have to come to work. But you do have to go home and, like, draw a picture of Martin Van Buren. <laughs> By the way, now that I think about it, was there, like, a hot older president? I, I know everybody thinks, like, you know, I mean, John F. Kennedy, is that the best-looking president? Maybe. I mean, they're all good-looking to me. I mean, Barack Obama's good-looking president, right? Like, who's the best-looking president? From like way back in the day, like let's go like before 1930, like do, was Abraham Lincoln good looking president? <laughs> yeah, I don't know how you judge that. <laughs> it's not Martin Van Buren though. <laughs> yeah, he looks like a wacky scientist. <laughs> Ulysses S. Grant, man, you ever see a picture of U Ulysses S. Grant? He's kind of good-looking guy. Right now, yeah, see He's a good-looking guy, right? Ulysses S. Grant, he's kind of nice-looking, right? What about Chester A. Arthur there? Uh, Chester A. Arthur. He's got some chops on him. No, not Chester A. Arthur? No. Definitely not Chester A. Arthur. He's just a chunky guy with a lot of facial hair. Some he people like chunky guys <laughs> that are hairy. 
Okay, did you just try to find the president that most described you? <laughs> and it's Chester A. Arthur? Uh, so Bob is looking for the Levin Furniture President's Day sale uh, because we always... A sale that only comes <laughs> once a year. We always love the Levin Furniture commercials because they're so over the top. We shut down the entire store for 24 hours so our employees could drop the prices. <laughs> Our employees will be dressed like their favorite presidents. <laughs> and this President's Day, no sales tax thanks to William Howard Taft. Is that the guy that got stuck in the bathtub? Stuck in the bathtub? Yeah, wasn't there a president that was so fat uh, that he got stuck in the bathtub? There is no way that this is a real thing. How, how do I even look this up? President stuck in bathtub? Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Is that right? Was that right? <laughs> William Howard Taft. Okay. William Howard Taft. This might be your president right here, Bob. Uh, topped the scales at over 350 pounds. He was a true political heavyweight. Uh, Big Bill was his nickname. Oh, my God. He's Big Bill. You're Big Bob. This is your president, man. You're a Taft man. He was the only man to serve as both U.S. President and Supreme Court Chief Justice. Wow. What most people remember about Taft, though. See, this is the best thing about history. I don't even know what, what Taft did when he was legacy. president. But his legacy, yes. What people most remember about Taft is that he supposedly became stuck in the White House bathtub. <laughs> what a legacy. <laughs> that was real then, huh? That really happened. <laughs> This President's Day at Levin Furniture. <laughs> All dinette sets marked 75% off. It's our President's Day Taft got stuck in a bathtub sale. <laughs> oh, man. With every dinette set, get a free bathtub thanks to President William Howard Taft. Uh, all right, so Bob is uh, looking for the current Levin Furniture President's Day sale because I got to hear what it is, right? Yeah. It's got to yeah, be the best sale ever. All right, we'll get to that uh, coming up on the show. Uh, we have the latest Levin Furniture ad that they're running for President's Day. Are you ready for this? Because they're so over the top, right? I love hey, the Levin Furniture. Just wait for the beginning of those. <laughs> oh, the, the beginning start is, is epic. In. All right, they're going to get me in on the start here. Okay, let's. this is the Levin Furniture President's Day sale here. We've searched the globe to bring you the biggest <laughs> oh, and can't. best President's Day I sale can't. ever. I can't. I, I'm out. I'm out. They've searched the globe. You mean to tell me to bring you the biggest and best sale ever? The, the local furniture store went out of their way. They they went globe trotting worldwide for their President's Day sale. They couldn't just they couldn't just stay here at Levin. They uh -uh. went worldwide uh -huh. for them. We've searched the globe, the globe to bring you the biggest and best Whoa. President's Day sale ever. Best ever. one ever. I thought last ever. year. I thought last year was the best no. one ever. All right. To Levin. Save storewide on everything. Everything. Then get three times the sales tax oh, discount. Oh, oh man. Three times. Three times the sales tax discount. Thank you, Warren G. Harding. <laughs> Thank you, Herbert Hoover. Then. By the way, you ever see a picture of Her Herbert Hoover? No, uh-uh. Yeah, look him up. He was president from 1929 to 1933. Herbert Hoover might be a sneaky, like, good-looking president. Then. He's a nice-looking nice president. Spin the Woodrow Wilson prize <laughs> wheel for bonus <laughs> prizes. Up to 72 months, no interest. Oh, my God. My up God. To, up to 72. Two months, no interest. Wow. Woo. Thank you, James Buchanan. And free delivery. Be one of the first oh. 50 customers each day at our whoa, store. Whoa, hold on. We're the first 50 customers. What do we get? A $50 gift card. Oh. Oh. President's Day sale is at Levin's. Oh my god, I need a cigarette. Whew. Without oh. a doubt, the biggest, best President's Day sale at Levin's. Oh my gosh, that was a lot, I right? Mean, they, they searched the world. Searched the world. That was incredible. Wow. What a celebration. And if you're one of the first 50 customers. <laughs> 
and you spin the prize wheel. The <laughs> and it just so happens to be it just so happens to be bath time. <laughs> what was that Taft? If you land on the Taft bathtub, the Taft tub. <laughs> we have a secret room with a Taft tub. It's gonna be you back there. They go back there, and it's Toodaloo. <laughs> Just being stuck in a tiny tub. It's just you in a tiny bathtub. <laughs> oh my god, what is wrong with our show? A Toronto Blue Jays player was arrested for exposing himself. In- Wait, is this a Florida story? This is—I mean, technically, this is a Florida oh, story, yeah. right? All right. <laughs> All right, hold on. Attention all listeners of The Freak Show. It's time to travel to the Sunshine State. Yes, it happened again. It's another Florida story. Driven by Pittsburgh Auto Depot. All right, so this is a Florida story because this happened down at Toronto Blue Jays Spring Training, but also this is a naked story. It happened again. Someone decided to get naked. It's time for another naked story on the 96.1 Kiss Morning Freak Show with Mikey and Big Bab. And also, we're about to get to Facebook comments. I mean, we're doing all of our bits in one bit here. <laughs> Toronto Blue Jays catcher Reese McGuire accused of exposing himself in Pinellas County. He's catcher for the Toronto Blue Jays. Um... Around 2.15 in the afternoon, deputies were summoned to a parking lot for a subject seen sitting inside an SUV exposing himself. Mid-afternoon. Deputies say the man was McGuire, who they said was cooperative and did not deny the allegations. Uh, No further details were provided, but he has been hit and uh, with a charge of exposure of sexual organs. So basically, this guy was uh, just in his SUV. What, 2.15? Is that like before spring training? After spring training? It's like middle of the afternoon. Like before I saw this, I pictured like maybe he had to go to the bathroom. and like Yeah, maybe he's outside. He yeah. in the parking lot or something and got caught. Yeah, that was not the situation. No, though. no. Um, Reese McGuire was a first-round draft pick of your Pittsburgh Pirates. Woo! <laughs> Back in 2013. Yeah! 14th overall pick. In 2013, of the Pirates didn't pan out for the Buccos. He was traded to the Blue Jays in 2016 and promoted to the majors through their system in 2018. Again, Toronto Blue Jays catcher Reese McGuire accused of exposing himself in Pinellas County. And then we read, and then we read the Facebook comments. We are going to a very deep, dark place on the internet. It's time for 961 Kiss Facebook comments. Facebook comments brought to us by Pittsburgh Auto Depot. Real quick, Mm -hmm. okay? Okay. I'm I'm going real quick with these. We're just gonna all right. Put your head down. We're just gonna power through these. Uh, Facebook comments on Toronto Blue Jays catcher Reese McGuire uh, being arrested for exposing himself. Uh, Mark Z Reese's pieces. Or Reese's Pieces? Reese's Pieces? I know. You get what he's trying to do there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Candy, but also privates? I, I get it. Okay. Uh, Derek B., maybe he was testing out ways to beat the Astros and Red Sox sign stealing. <laughs> Paul <laughs> Paul H., that's not the bat the Jays want you swinging. Annie M., why is it always Florida? Sarah B., no strikes, just balls. Kyle W., instead of Blue Jays, he should play for the Expos. Oh, wait, that was a different Canadian team. Cody B, well, if you're going to do it, Florida's the right place. Uh, Matty O, practicing his grip for his slider, and he's a catcher. Sven B, he went to Florida, drank the water, and turned into a Florida man incident. Kenny R, choking up on his bat, just trying to make contact. McCoy A, gives a whole new meaning to playing with his bat and balls. Uh, Rafe L, well, he's just keeping his eye on the balls. And uh, Lucas A, he should immediately be traded to the Yankees. You see Snoop Dogg apologize to Gail King? Oh, yeah, yeah. He posted on Instagram, had a talk with my mama. Thank you, mama. Two wrongs don't make it right. Time to heal. Gail King, peace and love. Praying for you and your family as well as Vanessa and the kids, meaning uh, Kobe Bryant's wife, his family. Uh, That's where this all started. Gail King was doing an interview with... uh, the uh, the WNBA player Lisa Leslie um, and uh, she was good friends with Kobe Bryant and Gail King was kind of asking her about his previous sexual assault case and asked like three or four questions about it. Snoop Dogg didn't like that. Went on kind of this rant on Instagram, I believe at one point calling Gail King a funky dog headed bitch. <laughs> I believe so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
Um, and then you that's know, when you know Snoop is fired up. Too. Yeah. So Snoop Dogg, I think cooler heads have prevailed. He apologized. Stop coming at you live and direct with a message. Okay. I don't know. Was Snoop doing this from like an underground bunker? Is is he in prison? Why is this audio so bad? Two wrongs don't make no right. When you're wrong, you gotta fix it. So with that being said, oh, Gail we, King. There we go. I publicly tore you nope, down by nope. coming at you in a derogatory manner. All right, he's trying to apologize, but all I can keep thinking of, Gail how does King, he... I'm currently on the toilet. How, how does he go in and out of, like, bad audio like Based this? Based off of emotions, me being angry at questions that you asked. Yeah. Um, overreacted. All right, there we go. I should have handled it way different nope. than that. What? Uh, I was raised way better. Is he, is he underwater? What's happening here? So I would here? like to apologize to you publicly there you go. for the language that I used and calling you out of your name and just being disrespectful. I didn't mean for it to be like that. I was just expressing myself. Yeah, he didn't mean to call you a uh, funky dog-headed <laughs> bitch, Gail King. For a friend that wasn't here to defend himself. Um, a lot of people look up to me and they love me and they appreciate no, me. Almost had it there. <laughs> so I want to let them know that. Yeah. Anytime you mess up, it's okay to fix it. It's okay to man up and say that you're wrong. Yeah. I apologize. Hopefully we can sit down and talk privately. Have a good day. How about that? That is like grown man apology right there. Good for Snoop Dogg. I mean, I wish he had some better audio there for yeah, us. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> you know, heartfelt message with a better camera. <laughs> maybe, but that's good. Two wrongs don't make a right, and he's uh, saying for people that follow him and stuff like that, this is what happens. If you know you screwed up, you don't have to always uh, just kind of stand your ground. You can uh, just apologize and say, you know, I was I was wrong. It was heat of the moment, and I was wrong. Uh, Levin Furniture has reached out to us on Instagram, Bob. If you're not following Levin Furniture yet on Instagram, it's at Levin Furniture. <laughs> they sent us their commercial and uh, just said, you know, we heard you guys were looking for this, but they also they also posted. <laughs> Should we let Mikey and Bob pick our next free gift? Uh, the options to vote on their Instagram page are yes and yes, yes. <laughs> Hashtag bathtubs for everyone. Okay. Uh, we were, of course, we the Levin Furniture ads are just completely over the top, especially for just a weird holiday like a President's Day. They do like a Memorial Day, 4th of July sales, New Year's, you know, <laughs> and it's always so over the top like this one. We've searched the globe to bring you the biggest and best President's Day sale ever. I mean, that's it right there. You don't even need to know the rest of it. That first five seconds, you know they're playing no games. Search the globe. They search the globe for this President's Day sale. President's Day 2020, biggest and best ever. They searched the damn globe. And we started talking about the president. Who was it? Taft that got stuck in the White House bathtub? Oh, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. At one point, we're in Levin Furniture spinning the prize wheel for a bathtub. I don't know what happened, but at least Levin Furniture is uh, <laughs> having fun with it on their Instagram account, and they're uh, they're enjoying it. Um, a new film claims that rapper Tupac Shakur is actually alive and well and living in part of uh, New Mexico as uh, <laughs> part of a Native American tribe. <laughs> Ah, Tupac, of course, one of the most popular rappers of all time, was uh, shot and killed in Las Vegas in 1996. That's where you're wrong. The documentary, Tupac, The Great Escape from UMC for United Medical Center, um, claims that (laughs) Tupac was informed about the planned hit against him Okay, when he got to Las Vegas in September of 1996. That's possible. It allowed him time to plant a body double in Death Row Records' uh, boss Suge Knight's car. That's possible. Still ending up in University Medical Center, but escaping. Oh, wow. This is according to the filmmaker... There's no way. All right. (laughs) This can't be real. Where did he escape? Uh, This filmmaker told KTNV the filmmaker's name is Rick Boss. (laughs) Stop. (laughs) Oh. Rick Boss? Not Rick Ross, Uh -uh, the rapper. uh -uh. This is filmmaker Rick Rick Boss. Rick Boss. Ricky Bose. (laughs) Rick Boss. So, I get... Headline, filmmaker Rick Boss has come out with a documentary claiming Tupac Shakur is alive in New Mexico with a Native American tribe. The documentary Tupac Escape from UMC uh, claims that Tupac was airlifted by a private helicopter to New Mexico. 
taken to live under the protection of the Navajo tribe because authorities cannot enter tribal land without permission. This is according to filmmaker Rick Boss. That's where Pac's been? Rick Boss said, this is not fiction. This is facts through certain people I know. Let's just say Mr. Shakur, the family is aware of the movie, and they're okay with the title, so that should tell you more or less what's going on. Again, that's from filmmaker Rick (laughs) Rick Boss. I don't know when this comes out or when we can see this. I definitely won't watch it. Um, This is like the worst plot ever. Or the greatest plot ever, because if that's a real thing, though, and authorities can't get... Listen, no better... A a Rick Ross impersonator. No better place to hide Pac than in the open (laughs) with an Indian tribe. If that's a real thing, authorities can't like go onto tribal grounds, which that should be a thing. My gosh, we should not mess with Indians' tribes. We've messed with them enough, right? That's the perfect place to hide Pac, then? Yes! It is the part. I got to be honest. I think I'm on Rick Boss's side here. I think Pac is alive. Rick Boss is the only one who knows about it, though. <laughs> All right. Look up. Uh, go to Rick Go to Rick Boss's Wikipedia page. I want to know if he's done more than the Tupac documentary and see if we can trust Rick Boss. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's nothing else about him okay. except about the Tupac. So he doesn't even have a Wikipedia page? No, no. Right. And like I even searched back, like and it just turns into Rick Ross post. Like it doesn't need Okay. So I don't even know if he was Rick Boss before making okay. this documentary. So this seems else. a little sketchy. Maybe this documentary about Tupac still being alive is so true that he wanted to go under wow. like a secret name so nobody could find him. So he made up this filmmaker alias Rick Boss. Wow. So nobody could, so nobody really knew who was behind it. You can't track him again. A documentary called "Tupac: The Escape from uh, University Medical Center" details that Tupac is alive and well, living as part of a Native American tribe in New Mexico. Now, usually when we bring up Tupac on the show, we bring up the story about his uh, his uh, his old friends, the Outlaws, right? A group of couple guys that smoked Tupac's ashes after he passed. They had a whole party for him and everything. Who'd they smoke if Pac's alive? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Who did they smoke? What the hell are the outlaws going to think if um, if Tupac is alive and living with uh, uh, a Navajo tribe in and New Rick Mexico? Bo- Rick Bowes. <laughs> Who'd the outlaws smoke? <laughs> All right, hold on now. Let's just uh, empty out the archives here. Uh, there is a Florida story that was related to Tupac. I don't even remember this. Let's get to it. I'll have this in my head the rest of the night now. That's <laughs> California love by the one and only Tupac. Right. But there was no love between two men in Clearwater. Police say they got into a big fight oh, no. over the music of the late rapper. I mean, and now one of them is hugging on his mama from a jail cell. I mean, who, whoever is writing the script there, <laughs> a, a, amazing job putting the Tupac Dear Mama lines there. I mean, now he's him like, reading it like a robot, too, <laughs> but it's so much better. Yes. Him reading it very officially like a news reporter dropping the Tupac line. Hugging on his mama from a jail cell. It's so good. It's Police so say good. Thomas Stakowitz admitted to beating up the other man Wednesday night. Man. He told officers he was defending himself after the victim tried to punch him during that heated uh, argument over Tupac. All right, so there, there was a fight over uh, Tupac. Pac. You know, who's been dead. Has Tupac been dead for like Forever. 20 years now? <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. What are you doing, Florida? Like, they're probably... Like, younger kids who listen to our show, right? They have no clue. Like, if I went home and asked my daughter who Tupac is... No clue. I'm not sure she would even have any clue who Tupac is, you know? Is that a bad parenting on my part, by the way, too? I think that's our homework. I think I need to... Introduce our children to Tupac? No, I think I just need to go home, because I don't know if I've ever had a Tupac discussion with my daughter. I need to go home and just be like, do you know who Tupac and Biggie are? (laughs) We need to learn today. I I feel like we both need to go home and ask our kids that. Like, Like, sure, you got homework from school. Uh Oh, we're learning today. Oh, yeah, and if the answer's like, yes, I do know, then it'd be like, all right, cool. But if it's no, then I'll be like, okay, well, sit down. 
We need to have this discussion. Mom will have all the other discussions you need in life with you, but I need to sit you down and have the Tupac Biggie discussion. All right, where are we at? Oh, yeah, Florida fight over Tupac. The victim was taken to the hospital for his injuries while Stakowitz was taken to jail. No No word, though, on exactly why they were fighting over Tupac. I can only imagine. I mean, it's got to be like a best rapper of all time conversation, right? Yeah, but at what point do you start swinging? why Why else are you fighting over Tupac unless it's... It's like best rapper ever conversation, right? Or somebody says like Tupac was overrated. Oh yeah, or something yeah, like yeah. that. that could and be then it. one guy swings and the other guy defends himself and sends a man to a hospital. Again, the headline: fight over Tupac sends man to hospital in Florida. Because what other state does that happen? No other state. Uh, Florida making the show once again. Uh, Eric tweets here: I had the Tupac conversation with my son at the age of eight. Too much crap rap out there. I used California Love as the first song for him to listen to. <laughs> That's weird. It's a weird thing about being a parent. Like, there's all these things that you think your kids have knowledge of and that they know, like the songs they've heard, artists they've heard of, movies, TV shows that they've seen. And then when they're like, no, I have no clue. It's like 20 years old. You're just like, oh, man, you got to watch this. And then you're so disappointed when there's something you grew up with that is, like, classic to you, and they, they watch care. it, and they're like, this is awful. Yeah, they don't care at all. <laughs> it happens. All right, let's get to a naked story. We're going to Canada again for this one. Here we go. Whoa! It happened again! Someone decided to get naked! It's time for another naked story on the 96-1 Kiss Morning Freak Show with Mikey and Big Bab! Uh, six straight shows now with a naked story. This from Saskatoon. Saskatoon? (laughs) Saskatoon, it seems like a place where somebody would be naked, right? Like somebody's just naked in Saskatoon. At all times. Police say a man was left out in the cold uh, with nothing on. After he broke into a Saskatoon home and grabbed some drapes to cover up with. All right, hold on. They say the man was taken home. Old drape underwear? From a bar overnight by people he had just met. But things took a bad turn when they asked him to leave. All right, so group of people out at the bar drinking. They meet this guy, and they're like, hey, good times, man. We're having an after party at our house. He's like, I'm in. Things took a bad turn, though, when they were like, all right, man, we're, uh, we're going to go to bed now. <laughs> Residents called police, told the officers the man didn't want to go, became belligerent, and was eventually forced out I give you clothes off. of the house naked. <laughs> when the door locked behind him, the man took matters into his own hands and broke into a neighbor's basement through a window. This just seems like a bad, uh, like a, a bad party to start out with. Like you, you bring the ho- guy home from the bar with a couple other people, and he's like, all right, we don't know you, man. Get out of here now. Weird Saskatoon party. A woman had been sleeping at the neighbor's house. Called police, told him the man had taken some drapes and wrapped himself up before he left. He was highly intoxicated. It was pretty bad, she explained. Like he a was big, fa- drunk, naked baby in the front yard. <laughs> falling all over the place. <laughs> you think it's like a baby New Year? Yeah, like oh diaper? Yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Almost like a toga? Doesn't really cover him that well. And she said the curtains the man grabbed from her house were bright orange, too. All right, so this guy is... <laughs> Ready for hunting? He's he's in traffic cone toga uh, just out there. Police say a 22-year-old man was found nearby, arrested, and taken to hospital for minor injuries from breaking through the window. He faces charges of breaking and entering as well as criminal mischief. Again, uh, naked because a party went bad in Saskatoon, and they found him just wearing a bright orange uh, drape. It is a naked person making the show once again. There's a live press conference on with the Houston Astros right now <laughs> as they're addressing their sign-stealing scandal, right? <laughs> like, what are they even doing? Huh? <laughs> uh, they had a couple players that I think apologized for it and everything. We're sorry. Uh, Steven Nesbitt, who writes for The Athletic, um, wrote a story. I guess he interviewed Chris Archer, who, of course, is a Pirates player that you may have heard of because... I got to be honest, I can't tell you really who plays for the Pirates right now. I, I just don't know. Like, Chris Archer's one, though. I know Chris Archer's a pitcher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we'll get to that as we get closer to the season, see if we can name who's going to be the... Oh, this year's going to be rough. <laughs> oh, I don't know who's starting for the Pirates this year. Like, other than Josh Bell? Ooh. Um. Yeah. 
Uh, Steven Nesbitt wrote in 2017 an Astros player FaceTimed Chris Archer to tell him he was tipping pitches. That was a lie. The Astros were banging a trash can. The quote is, it sucks when you dedicate your whole life to something and somebody's out here and they're doing some shady blank like that. Yeah, it's it's I am not a huge baseball fan. Like I grew up and that was the sport I watched, but like it, it just I I just can't sit and watch a whole game anymore. Like I understand that people love it and everything, but this is such a big scandal that to me has ruined baseball even worse than it was. It's just they got to take that the that team's World Series titles away. Like, how don't players get suspended for this? And, it, like, it really has ruined people's career. I mean, none of like, it matters either. Like, not, they no. Could, they could take that title away. It doesn't Dude, matter. what did baseball do yesterday? Didn't they, like, make new rules or something like that? Like, baseball is trying to do just weird things now where they're like, hey, you guys want uh, playoff teams to be able to, like, pick who they're going to play? We're like, no, nobody asked for that. It's like, hey, what, was, what does it matter when the World Series doesn't matter? Uh, Jeremy Roenick, who I think a lot of Penguins fans hate, is now officially out at NBC. I have no idea what I ever said to Jeremy Roenick, but he is one of the very few people who have blocked me on Twitter. I'm sure it was something. I think he blocked me, too. I'm not a very mean person on Twitter, but at some point I probably said something mean about Jeremy Roenick. There were probably some heated times with Penns games, watching Penns games at Roenick. He was suspended without pay for over uh, over a month ago for making inappropriate comments about his co-workers on the Barstool Spitting Chicklets podcast. Uh, Ronick said uh, in a statement yesterday, I'm very disappointed and angry. I will not be returning to NBC. What a joke. On the podcast, he recounted a trip he took to Portugal last summer with his wife and co-worker Catherine Tappan. Uh, but he said, I was the king of Portugal. When you walk into every place and you have two blonde bombshells on each side, oh, your chest yeah. pops out a lot more. All right, oh, Uncle Jeremy. Oh, yeah, tell him. God, when are like men like this just going to stop talking like disgusting turds of humans being two blonde bombshells? Who says blonde bombshells in the year 2020? You just old, creepy, like... Her. Like that podcast is hosted by uh, former Pence Ryan Whitney and yeah. Thomas Net. Like he was just trying to sound like so. Oh, cool. is he just trying to be one of the guys? <laughs> <Blonde> bombshells. <laughs> um. So he said a woman approached and asked if his wife and Tappan were both with uh, were both with him. Ronick said yes, they are. Catherine Tappan said, "Will you shut up?" She starts yelling at me. He said, "I play it off like you know you're going. We're going to bed together every night, the three of us." Now, if it really came to fruition, that would be really good, but it's never going to happen. So, obviously, talking about your coworkers in a public forum like that about having a threesome with them. <laughs> Not the best idea, Tappen released a statement through NBC shortly after the suspension saying, while Jeremy and I continue to be good friends, what he said was unacceptable, especially among workplace colleagues. I do not condone his uh, comments. He's been a studio analyst since 2010. Jeremy Roenick, uh, officially out at NBC Sports. We don't have to uh, watch him or hear his stupidity anymore. You know, I, I think a lot of us as Penguins fans get him when the Penguins are in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. That's and what it so is. many games are on NBC Sports, and you're just like, ah, oh, God, the one two punch of Milbury and Roenick here to beat us all down. Well, we don't have to worry about that anymore. Uh, Pens will be at home uh, tomorrow night, Friday night against the Canadians, and then. Uh, an early start Sunday. Pens at home, 1230 against the Red Wings. You can hear the games on the free iHeartRadio app, 105.9 The Act. Mikey and Bob, 96.1 Kiss. It's the Morning Freak Show. What do you want to name the uh, podcast today, Bob? Uh, presidential Bathtub Sale. Very good. Did you see the news about uh, Pitt and the coronavirus? No. Uh, University oh. of Pittsburgh said that they are going to obtain samples of the coronavirus and work to develop a vaccine. <laughs> I don't even want to read the Facebook comments because I just know that there's just Ginzers in there like, no. why the hell are we bringing it here? Not in our city. Hey, listen. Who do you do? Corona Dudo. A Corona Dudo. How great would it be if University of Pitt, though, everybody that'll be working on it over there can figure this out and really get a vaccine the for the coronavirus. Save the world, Pitt. Save the world. That's like a national title, right? I I feel like they need to, if that happens. Wasn't the guy who cured polio from here? I think so. I think the guy who uh, I think the guy who uh, had a vaccine for polio, and of course the guy who created the Big Mac too, right? So I think polio and the Big Mac is Pittsburgh, right? All on those levels, yeah. Jonas Salk. 
Yeah, oh, good for him, man. Good breaking news. <laughs> Polio. I remember some things. <laughs> breaking news, we did it, Pittsburgh. <laughs> Take the rest of the day off. Pittsburgh cured polio. What is it? If Pitt can uh, find a vaccine for the coronavirus, you got to raise a banner at the Pete, right? Oh, yeah. You got to oh, raise yeah. it. That's uh-huh. like a title right there. Yeah. That's a title for humanity. Full ceremony and everything. Panther mascot right there. Mm-hmm. Put the spotlight on it. Raise it up. So salute to everybody over at Pitt that'll be working on that. Get it done. Oh, man. Hmm. Narcos Mexico Season 2 is out on Netflix. There goes my day. I'm not even going to be able to wait till the weekend. How many episodes are you going to get through? I don't know. I'll probably have it done. I'll have it done by Friday. Probably. Like Friday after the Tomorrow's show. Friday. I know, but I'll have it done like on Friday. Like Friday, I'll finish it up. I bet two days I'll be done with it. Uh, Narcos is one of my favorite shows on Netflix. That's out today. Narcos Mexico 2. Season 2. How many episodes do you know? Don't care. I'll whip through them. Looks like 10, 10. Oh, 10? I might have it to be done by tomorrow morning. <laughs> uh, freak show question of the day today. This will be with Tall Kathy around 5.30. Let's go true or false for question of the day, right? Make it easy for you. Okay. Listen to Tall Kathy around 5.30. She'll ask you this true or false question. Pre- President William Taft once got stuck in the White House bathtub. True or false? It's true. There's <laughs> <laughs> a larger guy, too, right? 350? Was yeah, he over yeah. 350? Uh-huh. All right. Well, nope. You ever go to the White House, Bob? No, no bathing for me. <laughs> I feel like they have bigger bathtubs now, right? I'm sure they've grown. I feel like they don't have the same bathtubs as were there in Taft's presidency. I'm going to request the Taft tub to, if I ever go. <laughs> Where do you think the Taft tub is? <laughs> I imagine once you get stuck to it, they have it taken out of there, right? I don't know. Do they put it like, does the White House? to crack it open to get them out. Does the White House have a basement? Do you think there's like a, do you think it's on display somewhere, the Taft tub? I mean, if you really got stuck in it, it's probably suctioned into it. Smithsonian? Uh, so it's true. President William Taft once got stuck in the White House bathtub. Like butt cheek suction right into the tub. Uh, okay, Ryan Seacrest shows up now. This is On Air with Ryan Seacrest.